All right, Big D checking in from Marengo, Illinois, first up tonight. Good to see you here, brother. Hey, this is Chris with Cyclesource Magazine, and we are just five minutes. And let me get that clock started. I'm going to end up losing my job here. Five minutes away from starting another killer episode of Shop Talk. It's Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. In the house. And we're going to be going live in just five minutes with this week's installment of Shop Talk. Stick around. Caroline McGuire, good to see you here. Dan Everetti Skelton, we love hardcore cycles too. John's a good personal friend now. Love what he's doing with those shows, man. Incredible. Daytona, his show was off the hook. Hey, listen, if you're watching along tonight, make sure you throw up your hometown where you're watching from so we can uh, give you a little shout out. Rusty Brooks in the house. Lauren Whitaker, TMMR Rocks. He must have some inside information about where we're going with this show tonight. 71 Chevelle 406, first time here. Good to have you. Shanker GR, good evening to you too. Steve Henderson in the house. Keith Cronoff, Rusty Brooks, Louisville, Kentucky. Coming in from all over the place, man. It's good to see that. And we thank Choppertown for all of their support and help us getting out, getting the show out everywhere. Really appreciate that. Man, I can't even keep up with you guys. Brandon Keene, Traverse City, Michigan. John Aaron Harms, Verdon, Illinois. Work mag, Lakeland, Florida. Oh my God, Rob Nussbaum. Everybody, careful. The boss is here. He's watching. Booyah! All right, man. We're down to three and a half minutes and we're going live. You can do your part by helping uh, push this thing along. Just hit the like and share button. Make sure your friends and neighbors know when we're going live with another episode of Shop Talk. And we'll keep bringing you 90 to 120 minutes of all the bullshit we can fit. Three minutes, we're going live. Stick around. Some Pennsylvania boys piling in. Jason Hicks, Joshua Campbell from Butler, PA, Walter Cora, Walt's watching. Act right. Mark, get your shit together. <laughs> Two and a half minutes and we're going live. Interesting thing happened to me on the way to the studio tonight. I made it. Golden Coast, Australia, far out. Jeffrey Gow, good to see you here, man. <laughs> hey, Mark, Rob said no flannel tonight. What? You got to take your flannel off. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's, that's the rules. <laughs> uh, we're under the two-minute mark. Wow, look at that Argentina in the I house. Until I get the check. Until I get the check with his name on the bottom of it, flannel it is. <laughs> He might have been talking about you. Rich Petoniak in the house. Rich is coming in the second part of the hour with a killer tech tip for you Shovelhead fans. You don't want to miss that. Jason Holman, also from Lakeland, Florida. Mitch Bodine, what's up, buddy? Holding down the fort in New Jersey. David Crum. Walter Coro says, Flannel Mafia. You don't know how far your your flannel joke is going. <laughs> Michael Amaducci, get out of here. Dude. Midnight Mike is here. Nice. That's Love so far Mike. out. I just wore his shirt the other day. Love that shirt. 
Franklin Kenny Yarborough, North Augusta, South Carolina. Shout me out, Blase Barbera. There you go. Ken Mad Stork. You kidding me? The whole crew's here tonight. What? It's going to be a party. I'm in. 71 Chevelle's coming in from Boston, Mass. And hey, man, it looks like uh, we're coming down to the 30-second mark. That means it's time to get this one out of the station and up onto the tracks. Let's go live with this installment of Shop Talk. Here we go. Okay, Scooter Tramps and Chopper Chalkies, it's just after 9 p.m. on the East Coast. That means it's time for another episode of Shop Talk. 90 to 120 minutes, all the bullshit we can fit and uh, throw everything else that we can from the two-world, two-wheeled world. I can't say that phrase no matter how Two-weird hard I, world? Two-weird. It is too weird. <laughs> this world is getting too weird. Hey, I see in the, the chats already that uh, Brian Clock is watching and he's asking us to entertain him. He, he's driving to Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, boy. That gets one of these. <laughs> but listen, I got to ask you this. So I got to bring the crew in first. Let me let me introduce the crew. Heather and Mark, what's hey. up, guys? Hey, hey. It is a beautiful, blistery, raining-ass Mother's Day. I like it. Heather, your mic's off. Try again. Sorry, I was coughing, and I didn't want to blow yeah. out the mic. It was like 41 degrees here today. Yeah, it was bullshit. It was total bullshit. Global warming can kiss my ass. Right. <laughs> so I got to ask you guys, did you see, and I wish I could bring it up, um, John Jessup from Team Dream Rides did a, a video on Instagram of Brian Clock's Shineworks. Did you see that? No. No. Dude, I thought about doing a video like this like a thousand times, and and Jessup killed it. Let me see if I can bring it up. I said I'm like blown away by the list of people tonight. I know, Mad right? Stork, right? Midnight, Midnight Mike, dude. I haven't talked to Midnight Mike in forever. Mitch Bodine, I love Mitch Bodine. He's got to be one of my favorite people. Well, and you know, it makes sense for for the uh, for the guests that we have on right. tonight and the right. event that's behind it. I mean, this is this is a crew of guys that have been hanging out with each other for a long time. I'm Dan gonna pa- I'm gonna pause this. I'm gonna pause this because I want to bring this up for everybody. I hope I have audio for this. Do you have a drum roll or something? No, but it's, this shit's oh. funny. DreamRides.com, and today I thought I'd show you guys how well Shineworks Cleaner works by Clockworks. We've got this beat up all FXR fairing, and we're gonna see what we can sh- turn her into here. We spray it on the thing, we wipe it down. just like that good as new look at that so i'm not sure what you use for your cleaner and polisher but shine works 
approved by Team Dream Rides. And man, if it works half as good as that on some shit that I got laying around here, I'm going to next week's swap meet with a whole new attitude. <laughs> uh, that Brian Clock is a good product. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, you know, if you guys haven't checked that stuff out, we got a whole batch of it in from the uh, from from the torque guys. We stole it from them, intercepted it. And uh, working out pretty good for borrowed us. Borrowed it. Just <laughs> borrowed it. <laughs> right on. So lots to get to tonight. Um, you know, just want to tell you guys, don't be an observer. You know, right over here is the chat box. You want to get involved in the show, put your comment on wherever you're watching from. Just throw a comment on that social media, if it's Facebook, YouTube, or whatever. It'll come in over there. We'll get to your comments throughout the show. Your, uh, your questions, concerns. I have a question for you. Go ahead. How long did it take you to figure out which way was the right way to point? <laughs> Every time he what does is, it, like three times. What is this, like 290th show? I, I'm fine. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Let me see you do it. He's still down. I, I don't care. <laughs> comment, comment away, bitches. Knock yourselves out. Jay, I, want, I want to hear what you have to say. That's all. Jason Holman says he wants his shine works back. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad, sucker. You out. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> Been waiting to use that one all night. All right, so listen. All seven minutes of the show. <laughs> if you guys don't know what Thieves, he says, if you guys don't know what uh, Shop Talk is, it's a little program we've been doing for going on six years here. I can't even believe it. But uh, it's 90 no. to 120 minutes of, of all the bullshit we can fit. Um, some. Do you really claim the first couple of years when you started with the Facebook here? Let me invite a friend to my conversation. So do I do. Yeah, that? I do. I yeah, claim every show because I have less hair on my head from trying to get this shit. It all counts. It's all so, work. Hey, listen, did you? So you heard I got some new sound effects, right? Who, I got one just for Heather. Dude, I found a whole selection of these. I'm going to download all of them for next week. This one's just for Heather. Son of a biscuit eater. <laughs> Sounds like that. <laughs> You sure you didn't record her saying that in the kitchen? <laughs> oh my god. So listen, if you're wondering what Shop Talk is, it's uh it's information entertainment from the two wheeled world. And uh ninety to hundred and twenty minutes, all the bullshit we can fit. We start the whole thing off, little program we like to call the news. First up in the news tonight, and this comes to us from Road Racing World and Motorcycle Technology, BRL Bagger Racing League announces sponsors, Stunt GP Rider lineup, and the, the main point of this article is this is nearly everything that's in the news. Like, these guys are tearing it up for something that originally came out as a, I wonder if anybody would even be into this, if it would be cool or not. Like, all of a sudden, it's a... Uh, it's out of hand. Yeah, like it, they they can't they can't do enough. It's so, super cool though. I mean, like really, who wouldn't want to go watch that? Oh, dude, and you Did know, you see who some of the sponsors were. I know. So, um, real quick, just to uh, to to let you guys know that Drag Specialties Battle of the Baggers is just over two months away. Already, race slots and sponsorship art opportunities filling up. Um, the Bagger GP presented by Custom Dynamics, Stunt GP, Lucas Oil, Pro Stock Bagger, Metzler. Big Twin GP, NAMS, Hooligan GP, Icon. Um, Rob Bidos just has to be in his glory with this because, like I said, when he first came up with this for the f for the first race that happened, you know, last year back in Laguna Seca, everybody was like, you know, are people really like 
this is kind of going to be a joke and they expected the motorcycles to go out and just hand grenade and they didn't and watching the videos of these bikes go around the track is insane and good for him and drag specialties for getting behind something that's literally original and brand new in this industry well i think it's great i mean it takes a a whole new level not only to bagger sales to performance you know with torque coming out that's helping it's helping so many different areas but again it's taking the the bike that most people see riding on the street throwing it on a track yeah. and running that somewhere where it bitch. started right right i right. mean that was all right so next up in the news um this coming in from a pr newswire Let's be honest. I'm just going to say it. Um, kick, off, kick off a summer of safety in May with Motorcycle Safety Awareness Month. Safety first. Oh, man. <laughs> this May Motorcycle Safety Awareness Month comes at a particularly crucial time. Traffic is returning to pre-pandemic levels. Families are planning for summer road trips. And interest in motorcycling for commuting and recreation is seeing strong growth. An effort to reach as many drivers and riders as possible the motorcycle <clears throat> safety foundation has teamed up with the AAA to get the word out um heather's putting the links up so you guys can go and check this out um moving on to the next piece of news mv agusta and this makes my yeah. head steam i love it mv agusta relaunches in the u.s no india plans yet um, you can read all about it here that the relaunch of the iconic Italian motorcycle brand in the United States has appointed a new CEO to its head, its sub subsidiary, MV Agusta USA LLC. Christian Henderson, a U.S. motorcycle industry veteran, has been appointed Managing Director Americas on May 3rd, 2021. The, the thing I want to get to here, I want to skip to the bottom. Look at those motorcycles. Yeah, buddy. They want to jump off the screen and punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> They're so badass. I love these bikes. Wow. Heather, you're two happy, seconds ago. I'm really excited about that. Heather was going through the screen to punch somebody in the face two seconds ago. <laughs> now you, now yeah. you, a bike's coming out. <laughs> now I'm a bad guy. I don't get it. Oh, I don't boy. understand. No, just the excitement and passion that came through. It was like, yes. I'm thinking 19 is what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> again do we need to remind you 1990 was 30 years ago <coughs> yeah 19 was even longer ago honey okay bye <laughs> bye felicia, bye, felicia. <laughs> last up in the news tonight and this in from forbes ride sharing motorcycles just got easier and more affordable um ride sharing companies like uber lyft and you know we talked about this at the beginning of the year i'm just going to cut to the chase with it the idea of of uh they're kind of like um, group ride opportunities where you sign up for a, a uh, membership to this opportunity. And, you know, several places throughout the United States, it's peer-to-peer -peer riding uh, or renting rather than brick or mortar where you go into like a Hertz rent-a-bike. This is, you know, a different thing. And it looks like it's picking up good steam if Forbes well, is writing about it. Well, and this is a different company. The one right. that we talked about um, previously was Twisted Road. This is Rider Share. So, if if the in my opinion, if the concept is growing, it's got to be working fairly well. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and, and seeing and seeing more than one company want to take a, a chance on that. Like I said, if Ford maybe is we picking should try up, it just to see what happens. Hey, I'm down. I want to run MV Augusta. And Mark wants go. to run a Pan American. Pan American. <laughs> I'm in. 
All right, man. Hey, listen, real quick, we're going to cut to a, uh, a new product segment. On the other side, we're going to bring our guest, Mr. Buckshaw, in. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. we got a product thing for you real quick. And we're coming back with the hot news on TMMR. Stick around. Okay, hey, this week's product spotlight is featuring Trask Performance Assault 2 into 1 exhaust system um show you guys a little bit of this like right out of the box the way this thing is packed is incredible i mean you get the you get the feeling you're dealing with a performance product before you even open it up we're going to take a minute here and go through some of the products that you find inside the box and tell you a little bit about them um, this is like i said the assault two into one system from trask this is going to fit your 91 to 2017 Dynamo Auto Motorcycle, uh, made from stainless steel, then mandrel bent and TIG welded stainless steel heat shields with uh, 12 point fasteners that have been speed wired. Definitely gives it a, a performance look. Um, back here at the muffler, you'll see this is a double slip fit gusset. Keeps it nice and strong in the back here, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, everything you need is right inside the box for mounting. And one of the great parts that's been built into this product is they give you the uh, the larger bungs right off the bat. So this comes with the 18 millimeter O2 sensor bungs. If you need the smaller ones, if your bike has the smaller O2 sensors, in the hardware package is the uh, reducer kit to get down to the 12 12 millimeter. So whole thing is available for just under a thousand dollars from Dennis Kirk. You can check those out online today at DennisKirk.com and uh, we'll be coming back to you with a little performance evaluation of this later on. If you have any questions, we'll be back on the air in a second here. Try to get those answered for you. Okay, so awesome, awesome product. I can't wait to, uh, to get those on our project. Um, yeah, David Crumb says big bungs. Big bungs mean wideband tuning as far as you know, my limited, hey, look, I'm still riding shovel heads and pans and shit, so <laughs> I'm trying to get there. I'm not going to lie to you. So our, our guest this evening is uh, half of the concern that heads up one of the fastest growing events, um, the Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival. Um, it's been picking up steam over the last few years, and this year they're adding a whole bunch of stuff. They're one of the few courageous events that's forging ahead in spite of all, which we absolutely love them for doing that. But um, for me and for a lot of people, this event is steeped in motorcycle history. Anyone who has been into motocross, you know, as a kid, man, growing up, we had District 5 motocross here. It eventually spawned a thing called the Race and Paper. The Race and Paper became Racer X. District motocross racing through the AMA was the way the kids got introduced to motorcycling. The pinnacle of that, anybody who was anyone in motocross race and outdoor and what eventually became supercross and everything found their way through the loretta lynn's ranch and the outdoor ama amateur national championship that they have there um that is particular to tennessee music motorcycle music revival because that's where their event headquarters are and later in the show the guest mr buckshaw is actually going to give away passes and there are going to be some trivia that has to do with that iconic event ground. So let's go to them real quick and, and introduce you guys to Buckshaw.
Buck, how's it going, man? Good, guys. Good to hear you. Thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. So I hope that was okay that I mixed in some motocross with uh, with your event because it seems like the, the way you guys are spreading out this year, man, like there's a, a cross-country loop opening up, there's racing, there's, you know, it, it's more than just your average old chopper, chopper uh, party. So let's talk about that first. Let's talk about what this what this event is what can people expect from tmmr you know i think from the beginning our goal was to <clears throat> kind of create a, a unique experience and uh to try to do something that was authentic uh to our culture to the roots of racing um to music to to hospitality all of it kind of blended together and yeah dude i you know when you get out there you feel it right i mean there's i won't give it away because i think it's a trivia question but there's years and years and years of of uh experience in there and dna of racing and then you combine that with loretta who was this really gutsy uh groundbreaking creative force as a woman in country music who just lives and breathes hospitality you combine those two things and there's a vibe out there and an energy that's very unique now one of the things i'm going to talk about too is you know you have to give you guys credit because you know for the first year or so of this it was like a bunch of friends that were going to a place and everybody was hanging out there and like and like most good things you know you you stuck to your guns about what you wanted the event to be and you you let it build on its own steam and that's that's a harder and harder proposition in the in this day and age right yeah i don't i don't know if people understand it until you're in it you know what it takes to throw a party like this and uh and we are so blessed that not just my partner carrie rep and and the team we have but it it feels like Chris, it just attracts more and more of the right people every year. So, you know, you get that inertia and that energy that just builds and more cool people come. And, and yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very special and it's, it's hard to be authentic sometimes, right? It would be easy to do the same thing everybody else does. And there's nothing wrong with that formula. Um, but you're going to hear original music. You're going to see real bikes. You're going to see artistry. You're going to see machines and makers, racers. It's it's a little bit of a different package than I think you're going to see at most rallies. Now, I'm I'm taking for granted that everybody knows you as as well as us, but let's talk about you a little bit because I'm not even sure I know a lot of your background. You know, you were just you were always there. You were always there, like hanging out with all the the cool guys, Aaron and everybody, and you know, always when we threw a ride or a show or anything. As long as I can remember, Cycle Source being on the national scene, you supported us. But where does where does your background in all of this come from? Yeah, first of all, I've always loved Cycle Source, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on the show. From day one, you were authentic, and and the people you uh, created and the brand you built is right in line with what I love. I started really, you know, I've always been a motorcycle guy, five years old. I think I had a Honda 50, you know, trail bike, just like everybody else. But I became a customer of Paramount Cycles, Aaron Green's company out of Nevada. Yeah, buddy. That is a, yeah, who, who arguably is, is one of the most brilliant uh, fabricators and designers and engineers in any industry, but definitely within ours. Um, was a customer of theirs fell in love with that whole thing. They were growing rapidly and needed a little bit of help on the sales and marketing side. Uh, and so I got involved with them from a business perspective and Aaron and the crew, and we hit the road, uh, both, you know, riding and having an amazing time ourselves, but also trying to sell bikes and, and, uh, be part of the business side of, of selling motorcycles back in the heyday. And, uh, and through that, I just met all these other amazing people, 
you, Bill Dodge, you know, Jay Allen, just these, these iconic people. And, uh, and I might only see them once or twice or three times a year, but it's funny. Those are the people that I would call on the most when shit was the worst in my life. Uh, some of my best friends are people who I've met through the two-wheeled culture, and I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, that's a that's a impressive. Just starting with Aaron Green and Paramount, <laughs> super impressive. I mean, Aaron truly is one of the Absolutely. not only an innovator, but the dude's a genius in any direction he goes in. So it, it's amazing that not knowing that that's where you came from. People once people find that out, they're like, "Oh, dude, he has cred." Like no <laughs> questions asked. So. Well, I, I got to tell you, too, riding with those guys, because we did a couple, you Dude. know, seven state rides in four or five days. Man, it was, uh, we we rode fast and hard and camped off the bikes, and, and that's really what it's all about. I, I mean, it's sad that I don't do that as much anymore. I seem like I'm so busy with business and life and family, but man, were those some amazing experiences. Living on the bike, ripping down the road at a buck five to a buck 15 with a pack of 12 guys, just unbelievable. But that was that was even in the beginning of of Cycle Source. Like when we first started doing our rides in Sturgis and stuff, because of you guys, because of you and Aaron and you know team of crazies that always ride around with us, our our rides kind of got this reputation for like, hey, you know, if you're looking for a, a leisurely putt through the Black Hills, don't don't bother. <laughs> that ain't it, right? Yeah, we right. we seriously had a uh, a follow van because we needed a follow van. <laughs> that shit was gonna yeah. go wrong. Yeah. But that was, I mean, that was due to you guys, too. Like, that's that's how we rode, man. And, I mean, I've had the pleasure of going out and riding, you know, on the Lost Coast with, with Aaron and Ray Ray and some of those guys. They're, they're way out of my league, you know, like <laughs> crazy, crazy yeah, good I, riders. The first couple of days were always interesting, you know. Like, you don't want to get dropped, so you got to <laughs> keep up. We, Dude, I remember we grenaded a motor uh, on a bike uh, coming into Idaho and up. Uh, crazy story i won't get into all the details but we break this bike down to the frame get an engine sent from coos bay oregon rebuild this thing all within a matter of hours and it was really aaron and mark and these guys were just mad scientists but you know literally took a bike down to the bones rebuilt the entire thing put it on the road and then rode another couple thousand miles it was just uh yeah. just a powerful experience for me i love checking out aaron posts some of the most amazing things like you got guys that build they do sheet metal work they do nice framework and they do some custom work in the motors aaron like he's a mad scientist he, he reconstructs yeah. the insides of his motors and then he's like oh i just threw that together real yeah. quick like real cool about it you know yeah the dude's one of my favorite people on this planet so i always joke with people i tell them if the green brothers went into the coffee business they, they wouldn't just make a better <laughs> cup of coffee they'd build a new burr grinder with a different drive train yeah right you know? <laughs> they, they, they find a different way to organically grow the beans. <laughs> Dude, they're, they're next level guys, and they're yeah. both fierce dudes, man. I mean, I'm telling you, Aaron Green, if I had to pick one guy to stand side by side with and go into some nasty oh, shit. Oh, he'd be the man. No, right? no kidding. That guy is freaking fearless, bro. Yeah. Fearless. Great, great people. Yeah. They truly are. Well, let's Love talk. Let's talk about your event. I'm I'm sorry I got us into into reminiscing. Into Aaron but, Green. Well, it's a, I mean, <laughs> yeah. those times that you're talking about. I mean, even when you said, you know, the the Jay Allen thing, and I understand yeah. you guys. Is it is it public information or is it true that Jay Allen? Yeah. is? Jay is Jay is our MC, which right we are stoked on. about. Oh, right on. I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. But you know, even even when you're talking about Jay Allen, like how many of us he brought together, and and we were like his. 
he, it was like he ran a motorcycle orphanage and we were all his <laughs> misguided children, you know? And he really did, man. He gave us all a home. Literally in Sturgis, just to let you know, literally. <laughs> well, he's, he's one of those guys that makes you feel special when he talks to you, yeah. you know? I, I mean, he's, he, he's just, uh, and it's real. He's authentic. That guy has some serious heart. Yeah. And he listens when you talk to him. He's not one of those guys that brushes you off. He listens. He gives you advice. He gives you good advice. Yeah. Like Jay's the kind of guy. And then he tells you what how he went through it. He's he's just an, another amazing person. And he tell he tells you when you're fucking up. Yeah, right. In, in, boy, in a very good way. I can't tell you how hard it was to to sit in front of Jay the morning after you idiots would burn down part Us of his idiots. property. Yeah, yeah. How was I supposed to stop the mini bike race? I had to light the parking lot on fire, Chris. <laughs> yeah, and I'd get I'd get I'd get the speech the next morning. You know, Chris. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> well, let's talk about your event, man. Take us, take us through. Um, I don't know if you want to start with this is what was and now this is what you're adding this year or how you want to go through it. There's a lot of stuff to unpack here. Yeah, you know, it, it's grown each year. Uh, and, and we've started really one of the foundations was uh, the BC Moto Invitational, which is Bill Dodge's show. Uh, Bill was adamant from the beginning that there's no winner. There's no uh, first, second, or third, or best bike. <clears throat> but it's Bill inviting, you know, 36 guys. We have a uh, – it's Loretta's old horse barn. Uh, and, and, guys, first of all, this property, if you haven't been to it, aside from motocross, it is truly one of the most beautiful venues I've ever seen. It has a creek on one side, a, a mountain ridge on the other, and it's just a sprawling ranch. Uh, so that's Loretta's old horse, horse barn. We take a, a custom bike and put one in each 36 stall. So Bill invites 36 guys. I think that has expanded to 40 guys. And I keep telling Bill, you got to cut it off at some point in time, you know, and, <laughs> and choose each year. But, you know, you'll see just unbelievable, you know, one-off bikes. And what I love about it is, I, you know, there's been a, a Kawasaki Speed Triple in there that was like a digger with a girder front end. There's been Beamer Boxers in there, Triumphs, you know, all kinds of stuff. Obviously, we all love the Harley basis and foundation, but it's so cool to me that these guys are so original in so many ways. That's kind of become the foundation. And then once those guys were involved, it brought so many other cool people. You know, that that's really been the bedrock of the, the motorcycle side of it. Um, and then we have a couple other shows we're adding this year, which are cool. Uh, we're really stoked that Jeff Holt's V-Twin Visionary uh, show is going to be there on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, how about it, huh? That's yeah, a, bro. a whole nother, Man. whole nother level of this stuff for you guys. Well, and it's cool too, because I want, you know, we were talking about the Pan American. We can talk a little about that in a minute, but I keep saying, I'm not going to, I don't want any more motorcycles. And then I walk through Jeff's <laughs> show and I'm like, well, <laughs> maybe, maybe I do need a, a, you know, performance bagger that's 180 horsepower. I don't know, but really stoked to have Jeff. And then we've got an antique show, I think on Thursday, and a local group, uh, Bikers Who Care, that does a lot of charity and does a lot of stuff for the soldiers in the region, uh, has a show as well. So on the bike end, and guys, that BWC show is open to anybody. So if you want to ride in and put your bike in that show, it's a cool show. Um, so, yeah, on the motorcycle side, you're going to see amazing stuff every day. Ives um, Brothers coming out. You know, we've had Red out there the wall of death the last couple of years. Red had some challenges this year. Uh, and I really appreciate the Ives brothers stepping up. Yeah. Uh, you guys have Billy up, Billy up there, you know, music, killer music lineup this year. 
uh, you know, we, we always try to do original emerging music from the region of which there is an unbelievable amount of talent. You said um, it. So you're going to hear people there and people that are on the verge, you know, uh, we've got, uh, this guy, Tyler J who's a combat vet, uh, who's man, he's like seventies outlaw country. Another guy, Rob Linus, who's really on the edge of breaking who I love. We got Billy Gibbons Saturday night, which kind of goes without saying one of the most iconic guitar players to ever do it. Uh, and then during the day, you're going to hear singer songwriters and Americana and just really cool original music. So the music side and the bike side, it's, it's pretty impressive right now. Well, and that was, you know, for, for a lot of us, man, music and motorcycles have always gone hand in hand, but that was, that was something early on. I mean, right in the name, you guys were throwing down a gauntlet that this was going to be two halves of the same hole and that, that that was going to be an important part of this show. You know, Chris, it's hard to, I know you're a musician. It, some people know what they like and some people like what they know. Many people like what they know. So to do something original is often a, it's a gutsy move. You know, it's a, it's not a, a, a guarantee, right? I could do an AC, we could do an ACDC cover band and many people would be completely tickled pink. It's just not what we're going to do. We're, we're really trying to do authentic regional music that punches you in the chest. And so far, I mean, you look at who we've had, Whiskey Myers, Steel Woods, Ben Haggard, um, Thousand Horses. I mean, these are amazing artists who uh, who really have an amazing book of work. Now, that uh, what I talked about at the beginning of the show, too, about tying back into the <clears throat> the roots for uh, Loretta Lynn's Ranch and the, the uh, AMA Amateur Nationals, that comes across in um, in this clip here of the Enduro Off-Road Loop. And it says, due to popular request, we're re we're opening up an off-road trail loop at Loretta Lynn's Ranch. Hill climbs, yeah, occasional so the ranch narrowing. Is... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, just I was just reading the thing. Tell us about it. Well, you know, the ranch has probably 200 miles of uh, single track and fire trail around it. Beautiful, beautiful country. We had we had guys like Pat Patterson and guys who brought their enduros and their dirt bikes and. You know, we had not a guy from his group, but we had a kid go out at sunset, you know, break down. I ended up having 10 people out searching for him, you know, for the next 15 hours. We just decided that the smartest way to do this is to create a ride. It'll be semi-guided, but trust me, it's it's a real ride. People are going to be able to get after it. We'll go out and do this nine, I think eight or nine mile enduro loop. It'll be led by Anthony Bruto or one of his guys. He's Loretta's grandson. He rode motocross on the ranch. He's highly qualified on a dirt bike. Um, and yeah, it gives those guys who want to get off road a chance to rip. And listen, my, we'll talk about racing here in a second. We can segue to that. But my dream, our dream is that we continue to expand this racing and this experience. So a uh, scramble race, I think will be in our future. Dirt drag should be in our future. Amen. Uh, you know, enduro, enduro trail riding. And we even have a hill climb that we might be able to pull off in time, but we also know that you got to build this thing and get a little bit better each year and you got to kill the execution. So um, you know, we're stoked on the racing that's coming up this year. Well, and dude, how, how sick would it be, Mark, to, uh, to see like the eventuality of this thing of going out and seeing a couple manufacturers there, like with that loop that you're talking about, yeah. you know, everybody's used to showing up and, and leaving a parking lot with a line of Harleys or a line of Indians. It'd be sick. I don't know that I've ever been to an event where manufacturers take people on a, on yeah, a trail ride. trail ride. Yeah. That'd be cool as hell. Well, and now with, you know, I, 
I don't know that the demo truck will bring Pan Americas or not, so I don't want to make that promise. I know there probably will be one or two Ooh, on the property buddy. that have been purchased. But man, could you imagine demoing yeah. the Pan Amera on Fire oh. Trail where you could go out? Oh, and that'd be totally badass. I, that would suck because I'd buy one before I left. <laughs> so that'd be horrible. I listen. I'm ready to. I'm ready to put a deposit. Me if too. I can get one. I'm, I'm, and I swore I wasn't going to do it, but. Uh, man, well, I'm like you. I got what five bikes in the garage. I don't ride any of them. <laughs> so right, I just want one. Right, it's sad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you were you were talking about segueing into racing. I got your uh, your clip up here for the races. What's uh, what's the deal? What's new? What's new with this? So here's one of the cool things. So in the Harley world, you know, for uh, each Harley dealer has their own dealer area, right? And and for us to even have other Harley people involved, is amazing. Th- that dealership has to give permission. So yep. for all of this to happen, Appleton, Harley Davidson out of Clarksville, thank goodness, from the beginning said, no, we invite everybody to come. We want all dealers to be involved who want to be there. We have 21 dealerships coming out this year, which I think is pretty historically not been done. Harley uh, is has come on to sponsor, so we're doing legitimate flat track. We've always done hillbilly hooligan kind of stuff. You know, we dragged a chain link fence around <laughs> around a field, and then we kind of went out and got after it. But we really have a race director, amazing guy named Kelly Inman. Kelly has done Red Bull. He's done X Games. Right on. In the flat track world, he's very respected. Building a legitimate track. I saw pictures of it yesterday. It's looking unbelievable. You know, his thing is, number one, that it be safe. Number two, that every racer goes back and says, damn, that that track was really fun to race on and and really great to get after it on. So I'm just, you know, the the idea that we now have progressed into real racing, I really feel that performance and racing and performance motorcycles have to drive style to some degree. Uh, You know, especially coming up with those Aaron Green guys and those Paramount guys, performance really was always the thing. These guys rode big v-twin big inch motors and we pushed them really hard and that's that's kind of what i what excites me you know so the racing thing to me should be the proving ground for what actually hits the streets later or at least you know have an influence on it and so yeah to, to have it actually you know real racing with harley's endorsement and you know right now in the region there's seven or eight harley dealerships that are serious about racing and uh my guess is we can get some competitive juices flowing between those guys and, and create a trophy as to who's the, you know, the baddest Harley hooligan team. Uh, but we'll have the fun stuff too, Chris. We'll have mini bikes, electric bikes, you know, run what you brung. Um, every year, uh, these two cats, Danger Dan, who you know well, and Jason Elon, both have shovel head shops. And these guys get out there and beat it up handlebar to handlebar on the flat track on these old shovels. Dude, in, in, in our opening... Our opening screen was a shot of Dan. Oh, Dan! Dan's one of the best. I love that dude. He's a ton of fun. He, he's balls out oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, he Dan is one of those guys. There's a handful of guys in our culture that I meet that make you check your own bullshit level, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you meet that guy and you just go, "Man, am I that real? Can yeah. I be that that authentically real?" You right. know, just what a dude. So, but yeah, those guys those guys get after it. There's, so we'll have a run what you brought. There's a uh, question up already from Cocaine, who says, has Danger Dan got a Pan-American yet? Good God, I hope not. <laughs> He's just, so, he just I'm, chimed in now. He's watching. So yeah. he will answer. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, and I'm not gonna. I I know the answer, but I'm not gonna give it. So. Yeah, yeah. That, Dan's definitely one of those guys who you always have a good time with him. You learn something from him, and you learn every time that he is about as real as they come. Oh, He's he one is. of my favorite That's people no to hang out with, hands down. I just love that dude. Well, right. it's funny because early on, um, Robert Pandia was working with us, and he was saying, "Man, you should have, you know, it should be family friendly. You should have kids out here." And I was like, "This was five, six years ago." I'm like, <laughs> "That is a horrible, a horrible idea. I do not want to go to Sturgis and see baby carriages." But I was so freaking wrong. We've had kids come out, and during the day, the kids are out there ripping mini bikes, yeah, having a blast, learning about panheads, and learning this stuff. And at nighttime. All those kids were in their tents and put away. We raised yeah. hell. We went to the bar. It was not a problem. And so I, I really changed my my mindset on it. You know, if we don't teach this to the kids. Who does? You know, when I saw Danger Dance kid standing up on the yeah. seat and trying yeah. to do, like, rotten stuff, it'll die, man. It, it'll die. And, and, and these kids need to learn this stuff. So I think it's very appropriate to be family-friendly during the day and then burn it on a little bit, you know, after dark. Well, you know, the funny thing, man, is, is you said it right there. When we were kids, like, I can remember getting drug out the yep. shit like this. It, oh, was, yeah. it wasn't an issue. It wasn't like somebody had to put up a sign that says, hey, at 830 at night, put your kid away. Right. Like, people just did right. that. They took care of their own shit. You know what I mean? Correct. We were, Correct. we were exposed to that stuff, you know? I mean, we also jumped five kids in a row <laughs> with cinder blocks and broken huffy motorcycle or yeah. bicycles. <laughs> We lived. That's yes. all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, listen, ma'am. Can you uh, can you stick around with us for a couple minutes? You you actually have some uh, some passes for for the uh, the event to give away. We should ask that question now. We, so, what do you want? You want to do that? You want to ask the question before the commercial break, and then we'll come back and and talk a little bit more and give people a, an opportunity to maybe no, because they're going to Google then. God damn it! No, You're none right. of none You're of right. the damn googly. <laughs> They're watching it probably on a smartphone or a computer. They're going to Google okay. it anyway. Cheaters never win. That's it. So that's Whoever what can Google the fastest. <laughs> yeah. That's it. We're going to wait and a ask the question when we come back from the break. It's um, going to be a timed question. Do you mind sticking around with us to, to wait for that? Yeah, uh, bro. I'm. I am here for you as long as you need me. Right on, man. Hey, I want to remind you guys, you're watching Shop Talk. Um, we do this little program every Sunday, 9 p.m. on the East Coast, and um, we're going to take a quick two minutes and do a, uh, a word from our sponsors. If you stick around, when we come back, Buck's got some passes to give away for TMMR. Don't go anywhere. track shapes what we build for the street and the dirt you can see how bad these guys want it race to the line. for us racing is not for the trophies or the glory we compete because it makes everything we do faster more durable and tested to a higher standard for sns racing is the ultimate in proven performance and we've been proving it since 1958 
Okay, we're back. Uh, our guest tonight, <coughs> Mr. Buckshaw with TMMR, the Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival, getting ready to go off in just 10 days, I think the clock said, the last time I looked at it. And uh, you guys got to be crazy, crazy nuts insane right now, right? Yeah, man, it takes a team of people. And I'll tell you, I've never met such a passionate group of people. My partner, Kerry Rep, every person on our team is just driven to make this a unique experience. So, uh, yeah, we're excited, bro. We just... You know, every year it seems to get bigger and better. And uh, we rely on you guys to let people know, you know, to, to tell people and to, to continue to push this thing forward. Well, we if, if you guys missed the beginning of the show, you have to go back and look because they're adding tons of stuff in. Like we mentioned, the, the V-Twin Visionary uh, performance show is coming in for this year. Um, tons of great stuff with racing and different shows going on. Um, they're opening a... a uh, at like a little adventure ride kind of deal and sounds like you guys pretty much hit the sold out on a, a lot of the different areas on the ranch already yeah i want people to know though so we sold out every powered spot which is pretty extensive on that ranch but we can accommodate non-hookup rvs a lot of them it's a 4500 acre ranch we've got septic service water service we still have some glamping tents but those will shut off tomorrow night at midnight um and tent camping is included guys if you're a a danger dan kind of vagabond and a free spirit you like to roll in with your tent tied on the back of your bike that is free with your admission and uh and we welcome that so the other thing too i wanted to tell you guys appleton burnouts we're going to do a burnout on friday and saturday 250 bucks in prizes so that should motivate some guys to light some tires on fire uh moto yoga <laughs> bonfires till three in the morning there was a Bigfoot sighting last year, so we hope Bigfoot Sasquatch shows up again. <laughs> so you're, tell, uh, you're telling me Dan was into the brown whiskey and he was naked. <laughs> I think it was Mitch trying to get into my trailer. <laughs> Bro, I ended up having, having a wrestling match with Tim Montana at like 2.30 in the morning oh. the Creekside Cobblestone. So you never know what's going to happen at the Creekside Bar, but it's always going to be fun. Right on, man. Well, you said... Uh, yeah. You said that you were going to come up with some trivia tonight, and we were going to actually give some passes away from right here. I'm I'm pretty honored, it. pretty honored that you're doing that on our show. But what do you got for everybody? All right, guys, we've got two uh, full event passes for the first person who can tell us what year the AMA Amateur National Championships started and were born at the Loretta Lynn Ranch. Ooh, booyah! Who's got that? So first year, first person to answer in the chat box. What the first People year are clicking was. Real I, was fast. Say, yeah, I can hear the fingers hitting they're... the googly right now. <laughs> you sound like an old man when you the say googly. that. The googly. The googly. The googly. The 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 hey, listen, Chris, Chris, Heather, Mark, you know what I'll do? Anybody who can prove to me that they raced at the ranch, the first person in addition, wow. who can show me some proof that they raced that property. Wow, yeah. Number plates. Hey, we know a something. few people, yeah, so there's a good possibility. So, so I'll, do, I'll do two more passes for that. So two passes for the trivia question and two passes for the first cat who can show me wow. who raced. So far, no, we have a couple that are close. We got yeah. a couple close ones, no but so far, though. everybody's wrong. 83, 86, 64, 80, say, 76. No, you can't. You can't <laughs> guess. You can't guess. <laughs> 74. <laughs> We got a couple close ones, yeah, but nobody's have. nobody's through the door. 2012, so no. Close. <laughs> that was a thought. He was just throwing a number no, up there. No, not even close. Uh, nice try, though. 72, <laughs> Nick Hildebrittle. So to clarify this for you guys, we're looking for Ken Stork. Matt Stork hits Matt it with the win. Right on, Ken. 
Doug Brinkler got it right behind him. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so Mad Stork for the win. It was in 1982, and uh, for anybody that's familiar with the Coombs family, who I was talking about, that was the year that, that Dave Coombs put together the first race at the Loretta Lynn's Ranch for the AMA Amateur National Championships. Mitch, you raced there? Well, that's cool. He has nothing laying around to prove it. Yeah, it's, oh. a, it's a thought to count. Uh, who's that? Not Mitch, Bo- Mitch Bodine? Yeah, yeah yep. Mitch Bodine. Yeah. Yep. Well, Mitch Bodine uh, probably gets comped anyway because he's a BC builder. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Mitch, man. Mitch is one of my favorite human oh, beings. Mine too, and I will down. definitely have Mitch reach out to me directly or through you guys, and I'll get two passes Mitch can give them to whoever he wants to. There you go. Oh, man, you're great. awesome, dude. That's great. That's great. So, guys, thanks, thanks so much for having us on, man. What'd you say, Heather? Hang on. I was just telling Mad Stork that we would get him the code so he could get those passes. Right on. Well, listen, dude, we wish you all the luck in the world. And, uh, you know, you may end up seeing a couple of us there. Um, we're trying like hell to get this this whole new torque program under underfoot so we can give Jason the good support for running that thing. But short of that, we could... Uh, we could definitely make a Tennessee trip. And it looks like every well, single person we know on the planet is I going. <laughs> you guys are always welcome. And uh, I, I want to um, shout out to Jason Holman. What a great guy. And I'm so stoked you guys are connecting and putting together something. That He's a stand-up guy. And I've known that guy. I've known that guy since the Paramount days. He was involved. And what a great cat that guy is. Yep. Right on, man. Well, where where can everybody find out more up to the minute information if they're they're trying to make up their minds whether they're going or not? Yeah, almost every question's on motorcyclesandmusic.com. Uh, you can find us on Instant Facebook, obviously. Um, there's so much info there, you can kind of dive down a wormhole. But uh, and then the one thing I want people to know too, you know, uh, it's super inf- important to Carrie and I that everybody feel welcome safe that the vibe out there is peace love and respect we will not tolerate tough guys ugliness violence any of that nonsense and i know it's not really part of our scene anyway but i want the people who aren't i want people who aren't motorcycle people to understand like i had people come out who are music people chris even year one and year two and they're like oh my god these are the friendliest people (laughs) i've ever met in my life and I'm like, what, you thought it was Sons of Anarchy or something? <laughs> <laughs> the truth is they do. So yeah. I want the people who maybe are local or who, listen, come out, man. Bring your kids in the daytime. It's a bitching experience for everybody. Right on, man. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you, not only for coming on the show tonight and, you know, letting us be part of this thing with you, but for for what you're doing with this event and keeping this kind of stuff alive because you know that that real application like it used to be once upon a time it it was all based on what you actually did with your motorcycle and to see events starting to happen again where it's hey you want you want to run your mouth go over to the dirt right. go over to the dirt drags Make go over to the circle track right. you know let let's let's see what you're actually doing and that's that warms my heart and I want to send you a shout out for that Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. Your family to us, and uh, thank you so much for having us on. All right, buddy. We'll see you soon. Ten days. Everybody get out there. Get them tickets. See you, Buck. All right. Short time. Uh-huh. Short time. We still have time to talk Mark into this, Heather. Into what? <laughs> I did it last year. I know you did, bastard. I know. I was stuck with a broke-down sprinter. I know. I did it last year, and it was uh, – and, again, it's a 
You know, the, it's not huge. That's one thing that I really liked about it. Obviously, it's going to grow and it's going to end up look. sucking once it grows. I mean, you know, that goes for me. But you know what? But it was awesome because remember, everybody that we knew, I mean, I, the trailer was a meeting point. We all ate there. Everybody just had so much fun. Um, remember even when Smokeout started growing, it broke up into little, yep, little, like little countries throughout yep. the property. You know, Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, we had a ton of fun. It was cool to ride around and check shit out. And uh, uh, I'm bummed I'm going to miss it. Um, obviously, I'm not doing anything right now, but uh, it, it sort of sucks. I've, I've gotten 30 freaking phone calls. Oh, are you going to Tennessee? And I'm like, shut up. I just hang up on them now. So, well, Chris and I initially weren't. We were committed to do the Donnie to go Smith to the show, Donnie yeah. Smith show yeah. but unfortunately, that's been canceled. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, it, maybe it's it's a cool it's a cool uh, it's a cool place. I mean, yeah. as much as you always hate to admit it, go and do an event because I hate events. You know me. Well, more than anything, like everybody we know that we look forward to seeing that's is going to be there. Yeah. All the people we would normally have to yeah. wait until Sturgis to see. Yep, right. For the that's most the part, cool part, are hey, going to so be there. Real quick, I want to give a shout out, Jeffrey Chad Gow. Can you do a shout out? To the Roman Rangers Ride Group Australia. There you go. Hey, yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, they, he had posted a little bit ago that yesterday they did a ride and they had like 500 bikes show up. Wow. And, oh, yeah. And I think it, it sounded like maybe that would have been one of the first ones that they've been able to do since the uh, world went crazy. So Bob Johnson says he's been to everyone of TMMR. Steve Burrell said, come to Tennessee. <laughs> Rich Petoniak says, Chris and Heather, please come. Um, listen, so speaking of Rich Petoniak, we're going to take a real quick trip here down Shovelhead Lane and do some, uh, do some tech for you guys here on Shop Talk. Tech tips, here we go. Chopper jockeys and gearheads in Motorcycle Land. This is Rich at Petoniac Cycle. This week on Shop Talk, we're going to be talking about machining a set of shovel heads for three and five eighths big bore cylinders. All right, so measuring stock three and a half inch cylinders, three inches seven forty, and then measuring the heads, stock heads, three inches seven fifty five. So the factory has 15 thousandths clearance right where the top of the cylinder spigot fits into fits into the head here okay so 15 thousandths clearance you don't want to borrow its exact type fit because cast iron a cast iron cylinder and aluminum they expand and contract at different rates so you don't want them have this exact same fit in here all right measuring the top of our new big bore cylinder here we have three inches 870. So what we're going to do is we're going to repeat the same tolerance that Harley-Davidson has on the three and a half inch cylinder, which is about 12 to 15 thousandths clearance between where the cylinder fits into the head, top of the, <clears throat> the firing here. We'll bore the cylinder open to uh, three inches, 880 to 885. So it's about 10 to 15 thousandths clearance, the same as uh, same as the stock. Really, what this really, this ring here is, it's almost like a large dowel that centers the head on top of the cylinder here, and also acts as a fire ring for the head gasket here that sits on here as well. All right, so what we're doing here is we have this 
my head bolted down onto my fixture and we're picking up we're going to set this and indicate this so this here is picked up central here before we bore this open now to accept the new three and five eighths big bore spigot in the top of the cylinder here okay so what we're doing now is we're we're boring this open on the stock head which is the stock three and a half inch bore and we're going to bore it for the three and five eighths big bore cylinders and we have to bore this open for the fire ring here on the top of the cylinder and uh <clears throat> so this needs to open up an eighth of an inch so it's a 62 thousandths on a side it has to be open and we're going to go down to the same the same depth from the top here until down there <laughs> I increase my boring bar uh, a little bit at a time and uh, until I get to my desired uh, number that I need to have for the uh, cylinder to fit in here. Right on, man. Special thanks go out to Rich Petoniak for that. And uh, this is going to be a somewhat regular thing. We got Rich uh, on lock for doing some of these tech segments. And looks like from the comments, you guys are, are digging that. So why is his Bridgeport red? That's a very good question. Rich, if Rich, you're still you on watching? here, why is your... I can still smell. I can smell a cigar. Right. <laughs> is he here? Is Rich in so, the room? So? <laughs> I never... Was that our shovelhead? No. Oh. No, we're not doing big board. We're not doing anything crazy. Well, but Rich is, I'm going to give a plug to her at one of our next projects. Rich is doing the shovel head motor for the next Twisted T sweepstake bike. Booyah! <laughs> Heather's not impressed with my... <laughs> oh, this is so neat. Change the subject. Okay. Mad Stork. Go ahead. He just... Um, last weekend did his annual charity event, uh, Hogs for Hope, that he runs out of the Yonkers Fire Department um, for the Ronald McDonald House. And they were able to donate $40,000 wow, right to this year's efforts. So huge kudos to Mad Stork and his team. And, like, congratulations. That's just and anybody Incredible. that still wants to donate can go to Ronald McDonald House, New York City, and search Hogs for Hope and uh, enter your donation through that. Cool. Let me see if I can find that link, and I'll pop it in here. And Rich said his machine is red because he looks at gray machines all day, and red looks cool. 
That's why Mark carries around a rubber hammer when That's we right. go to events. Because <laughs> I'm tired of metal hammers and rubber handles sound, or rubber hammers sound funny when they hit people in the head. Oh, shit. Right on. So great, <laughs> great show tonight. Um, we really appreciate you guys coming along for the ride. Um, Mitch and Mad Stork are walking away with, with passes to TMMR. And hopefully, all things go well, we're going to come back next Sunday with uh, some more jocularity. Jocularity? Jocularity, Mark. That's Here an old, we go again. That's an old that's master. That's a big word. Way to go, Storkin team. Hey, um, like I told you at the beginning, if you didn't see our video of how incredible Shineworks products are, we're going to be running that this Thursday at <laughs> 9 p.m. We'll run that, that video again on Torque Performance. We have a brand new show, Torque Television, with host Jason Holman and John O'Brien from Hardcore Cycles. And uh, Very cool. pr pretty good thing those those guys are doing, right? And I gotta tell you, they came out of the gate swinging. Right, right. Like they, they, they got me trying their to step. First two shows out of the park. They have it together. They got me trying they to step my shit up. I know, right? bastards. <laughs> Sons of uh, bumpuses. Right on. Biscuits. Play to play your thing. Sons of biscuits. Son of a biscuit eater. <laughs> hey, that's almost exactly. Oh boy, we lost yeah. her. We lost her. Son of a biscuit eater. Your your microphone went south. Dude, it sounds me. just like her. What? Where did you even find that? That's uh, almost right? exactly what I say. Dude, I'm so downloading the rest of those because I there's like <laughs> there's twenty of them and it's you know all kind of. Tell all, me one of them says Holly Hobby and I will punch you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we could make that happen. Oh man. no, so you don't understand. I very rarely cuss. She, it's physically impossible for her to cuss until she's I, super mad and wants to actually punch me. Well, which so. is three days times a day, but that's besides the point. Not typically. Like, I have a pretty high threshold now, but there was an episode last summer where I literally thought I was going to kill him. I was oh. walking down the driveway, and I was just cussing up a storm. Ah, Nancy and Williams he, says that's her saying. And he Son turned around eater. in the middle of me exploding, calls me Holly Hobby. Yeah, because she said something like, "Oh gosh darn it all to heck anyway," and I'm like, "Okay, Holly Hobby, you need to you need to like pick up your swear game, toss it out, <laughs> drop a bomb, <laughs> goddammit. Oh, who's going to Denton? Oh. We're not going to Denton. <laughs> Wait, Denton, Denton, Where, Denton, Arkansas. My mother just gave me permission to cuss. Oh. Your mother did. She should yes, after dropping the f bomb on the phone. I know. Right? <laughs> Well, All right, man. So listen, uh, we're gonna we're gonna cut you guys loose again. I appreciate you being here with us in the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. We do this every th ev Thursday, Thursday, every Sunday at nine p.m. Uh, you can also catch more of the Source Media shows Tuesday night, coast to coast goes live at nine, as does the Motorcycle Cannonball Chronicles on Wednesdays. Uh, more entertainment like this. If you're digging the kind of shows that we do in motorcycle entertainment in general, head over to Chopper Town. Check them out because they're carrying our shows. They carry Dave and Jody's uh, Chopper History. Rick Fearless does some stuff on there. Gina Woods. Tons of great shows. Um, the Born to Ride guys. Uh, we actually have some news coming up about that. Going to be a whole big Chopper Town gathering of, of all the different show people and stuff. But you guys are going to have to wait for that. Head over. It's a thing and a thing with the thing. But you know, I got a thing. Can't make it. I got a thing. 
<laughs> until the news comes out, um, go over to Chopper Town, check out the, the shows that are going on over there and the entertainment that they have. And for us, until next week when we come back, same Chopper Time. Same Chopper Channel. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Dude, at the beginning of the show, that high Felicia. That was great. <laughs> <laughs>